Hi, this is Rebecca. Today I want to talk to you about this book, Outwitting the Devil, written by Napoleon Hill, the man who wrote Think and Grow Rich. And this book was actually unpublished for 72 years. He wrote it back in 1938, and it only came out a few years ago. That's because the family refused to let him publish it. They knew it would be so controversial that it could ruin them. So it didn't get published until just a few years ago. So here we are, and it's an amazing book. I highly, highly recommend it. Some people have told me it is like the number one book they've ever read. And I wanna just give you some of the highlights that are in chapter one. You know, as you know, if you've read Think and Grow Rich, he was commissioned by Andrew Carnegie to go out and study the lives of very, very successful people and um, find out what the secret to their success was. Not only did he study 500 successful people, but he studied 2,500 failures because it was just as important to study the failures to find out what went wrong as it was to study the successes. And what he learned was that there was this intangible thing that all the successful people had that um, they had discovered. He calls it the other self. And it took him on quite a journey to discover his other self. A lot of pain was involved, and that's usually the case living in this three-dimensional world. It's difficult for us to tap into the other self until we have something happening in our lives that is putting us in a situation where we have nowhere else to turn, and then we find it. And what happened to him was he had to go into hiding for a year because an associate that he had was murdered by the mob. This was back in the days of prohibition. He got a phone call and they threatened him. They said, if you don't get out of here, Canton, Ohio, within 30 minutes, you'll be going out in a pine box. So he quickly left and went to stay with relatives that were hidden away in the hills somewhere, lived in their basement for a year. But he got into a very, very bad state mentally. He became fearful. He was completely paranoid. If he ever went out in the daytime, he carried a gun with his finger on the trigger. Um, he got very, very despondent. And um, he had too much idle time. He found out that if you're idle for too long and you're living in fear, it can really affect your mental health. So finally, they were arrested. He was able to leave, but he had no money. This was a very desperate time for him. He went for a long walk in the country and he actually heard a voice that told him it was his other self. And Napoleon needed $25,000 to publish his book, which he had spent years writing. He had no money. The voice told him to go to Philadelphia immediately. And he told it, it told him to go to his brother-in-law and borrow $50 for the trip. And he would give it to him. The voice was so commanding that he couldn't refuse it. He knew that he was being given orders that he needed to obey. I don't know if you've ever heard that voice. I've heard it a few times in my life and it does tell you what to do and it is always right. 
as far as I've experienced. But it was right for Napoleon because he went to his brother-in-law, asked him for $50. The man gave him the money. And he even offered to give him $100 for the trip. He told him he was going to Philadelphia. And Napoleon said, no, I only need 50. He got to Philadelphia. He was going to rent a rooming a room in a rooming house for a dollar a night, the voice told him, no, you go to the most expensive hotel in town and you rent the suite, and he did. And he <laughs> really was kind of blown away, I think, because he didn't have very much money with himself, but he was willing to follow the guidance of this voice. It was so commanding. And then the voice told him to think of everyone he knew that could possibly loan him a $25,000 loan to publish his book. And the voice said, when you think of the right person, you will know. He did walk out of Philadelphia with $25,000, ready to publish his book. And it's an amazing story. I mean, you could say he had a spiritual awakening. He definitely had a very transformational experience. He was guided. I just want to share with you a quick story about how it happened to me once a few times. Um, I'm sure it's happened to all of you because we all live in this three-dimensional world of contrast and um, we have periods where things are going along just swimmingly and then other times we seem to hit rock bottom. One day I was living in Gramercy Park, New York by myself with my little dog and I was divorced. And I woke up one morning and I really didn't know what to do next. It just didn't seem right to be living in New York anymore. I was sort of burnt out on it. And um, I was a flight attendant, and so I had a job, but I just had no reason to be there. And I kind of just let go and felt very empty inside, like a vacuum. And I heard this voice, this male voice said to me, you are leaving New York the beginning of March. Well, it was April. No, it was um, February. And I called my landlord down in Florida that I was renting from. I said, Stephen, um, do you suppose I could break my lease and um, you know, leave this apartment? I had a year's lease. He said, no, you can't leave. You've signed a contract and um, you need to stay. I really didn't care that much one way or another. It was just that this voice had told me I'd be leaving New York. So I said, okay, well, I got a phone call from him a few days later. He said, Rebecca, you're not going to believe this, but you're going to have to move out of that apartment the beginning of March because um, the building is going co-op. He was renting the apartment and come to find out I was like an illegal sublet tenant that um, he was doing under the table. And in order for him to buy the place, which he wanted to do because he could get it at a very good price, he needed me to leave. It needed to be vacated. And so I left the beginning of March and I moved to Boston and started a whole new life. And that voice knew exactly that I would be leaving New York at that time. So just like Napoleon Hill was guided throughout his life to bring his amazing works into the world, once we learn how to listen to that voice, things start to happen and uh, we do get the guidance we need. We just have to believe with faith that that voice is there. And if we can learn how to listen, we can hear it more frequently.